my first time. Me too. Speaking, Speaking of, of which. which. Oh, I love thinking back to when I first got like my first decks and my first Oracle cards and the first time I bothered all of my friends. And, really? Okay, yeah. so. Hi, welcome back to the Speaking of Witch podcast. I'm Sammy. I'm Skylar. And today we are doing something uh, that was suggested by a listener. Actually, it was suggested by uh, Allison, who said that she listens and I love her. Um, but she was <laughs> like, I would love to hear an episode where you guys talk about... Like, Our origin story. Yeah, like your firsts, like the first time that you wanted to read for other people or the first time you got your first deck or if you can remember the first time you even knew what tarot was and things like that so i was trying to like prep myself for this and i feel like i'm either gonna really know the answers to things or it's mm -hmm. just gonna be like i have no idea so absolutely but i think it, it's a fun we have a couple decks here that we brought out that we're probably gonna talk about and <laughs> and and remember our first times so here's like my one of my earliest memories okay I'm doing my things at Barnes and Noble, which I still do, by the way. Mm -hmm. If I'm bored, my instinct is to put the pedal to the metal and yeah. go to Barnes and Noble and wander around with my big Barnes and Noble card because yeah. they take you more seriously when you they have the membership really card. They really do. Once they see that membership card, they're like, oh, we got a big spender in here. <laughs> taking you seriously. We have a stand. <laughs> so I'm wandering. At this point in my life, I'm already very familiar with paganism and like spirituality and blah, blah. Tarot cards have been on my radar since I was like 15 and 16. Yeah. I've never owned a deck and I didn't really know much about them, but I knew of them and you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm walking, 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 walking through Barnes and Noble and I come across, looking back, the ugliest tarot deck of all time. But <laughs> I'm walking past it and I'm like, what is this beauty? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the Llewellyn classic tarot. Yeah. Or no, no, actually not the Llewellyn classic. It's this like modern Llewellyn take on it and it's so fucking ugly. Like really? unbelievably ugly. Oh, <laughs> well, actually no, no, I say that. You know how Melissa Sonova's kitchen table tarot has those illustrations? Yeah. It's that deck. Oh really? Yeah. I like that deck. Really? Like yeah. the one that has like the really cartoony characters on it? I mean it's okay. Oh my god. Well, also, was, don't drag Melissa's no. choice of tarot decks in her book. We love Dude, her. No, if Luella, if Luella, if Luella. <laughs> now you're like super awkward. You're like, no, no, I, 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 I was like, maybe Llewellyn made her use that deck, you know? <laughs> I don't think so. I think she likes oh, it. Oh, okay. I love that deck. Uh, <laughs> my fave. No, we all have different interests in decks. Oh, absolutely. No, like, like I said, it was my first deck, the first deck I ever fell in love with. So I buy this deck, I buy this tarot deck at Barnes and Noble. Okay. Do you know how much you paid for it? Oh, like twenty-five or thirty dollars. Oh, wow. I wasn't a member at this point, you oh, know, so I wasn't so saving yeah, my ten percent. I wasn't VIP. I wasn't getting the special so treatment. So, how old do you think you were? Like, if you had to guesstimate, nineteen or okay. twenty. Okay. 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 So, man, I've been doing this for a long ass time now. Yeah. Just kidding, only four years. But <laughs> so, I, I buy this deck, and I'm in my car, and it's sitting in my passenger seat. And I can like feel energy coming off of it. Really? And I'm like eyeballing it, like, who is she? I was like, okay, what's this about? I got so excited yeah. that I pulled over. Really? And opened them in my car and just Really. And like looked at the images one by one. Cause at this point I didn't know anything about yeah. it, right? I was like, what's a Hirofani? Hirofani. <laughs> what does that mean? You know, and like look at it, and I was like, oh, that's a booby. Yeah. You know, like yeah. all sorts of stuff. I, I was love that for you. Fascinating. <laughs> I was Fascinated. I remember my first time seeing a boob. I remember my first boobie. <laughs> I remember my first Hierophany. Hierophany. <laughs> so, um, I get this deck and I, I'm pulled over. I think I'm in a 7-Eleven parking lot or something. Something real classy. And I, I'm like freaking out. I'm like, oh my god, Like I can feel that this is something for me. I was like, even though I've never touched these before, I know that I've had these before. Maybe in a past life I was all over this shit or something. Yeah. I don't know. So I drive home and I immediately read the whole guidebook like three times. You are so cute. And then I literally that day started doing readings for myself. Wow. And I was like tripping balls. Yeah? I was like, I would lay cards out and I'd be like, this is like, this is, this is accurate. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Like freaking out. Yeah. Right? Like you shook yourself. I literally, and pretty much from that day, I've always sustained that energy. That's so cute. That's literally my first day with Tarot Story. It's a 7-Eleven dream parking lot come true story. I don't remember my first time with tarot because, like, I don't want to be like, oh, my grandma had it growing up. Like, honestly, I don't really remember mm -hmm. my grandma 
doing like tarot when I was around. I mean, maybe there's certain things where I could think back and say like, oh, okay, yeah, I do remember that. I absolutely 100% remember astrology always being around and always a part of the conversation. And I felt like it was a little mm -hmm. bit more like dinner talk appropriate in her household to do astrology than tarot because she could just you know, make a comment here and there or kind of mm -hmm. like throw it into things. Like I've mentioned before, like something very natural of conversation when I was younger would have been like, oh, Samantha's had three helpings of mashed potatoes. What a Taurus moon. <laughs> and look, her brother won't let any of the food groups touch and he takes his time and doesn't want anything like crazy. He's very picky eater. He's such a Virgo. Like, Triggered. you know what I mean? Like there's like, you know, that sort of conversation was a lot more just like normal, normalized. Mm. Um, but I, I just don't like have like a very first image yeah. of that, but I do have this deck and it's, um, I don't even know, help me what, like, what would this be considered? It's a Marseille. It's a Marseille. Okay. So I was given this Marseille deck. That's it's beautiful. Literally. It's gorgeous. Um, this feels really like this feels like an artifact. So I can't remember the exact story. Like, I almost don't want to let you touch it. I know that's really uh, weird. I will. Give me a second with it. No, keep it. It's My, your deck. I can't use this to read with it. This really? almost just feels like an artifact that I'm supposed to keep with myself and pass on somehow. It's so beautiful. Um, I my, can smell it from here, by the way. Can you smell the book? Yeah. Like, it's, okay, it's old. It's, like, um, crinkled up. Um, it smells, the, the case is like falling apart. It's all in French. Um, and my mom gave this to me when I was young. I don't think I was like elementary school young. I think I had already get, gotten like an Oracle deck at this point, but my first tarot deck, I think I was in middle school or I honestly, I don't I'm even so remember. I'm so jealous that you got that freaking head start on me. I mean, but I I didn't use it. I didn't mm -hmm. know like how, how to, use, to it. use it. I had been reading cards. Like, I was reading oracle cards, but I did not know tarot then. And I would try and play around with these, but I thought that this was so magical and witchy and, like, powerful, like you said, that I would keep this out on my windowsill at night. And, like, <gasps> and like charge it by the power of the yeah, moon. Yeah, like, I didn't know what I was doing, but I would charge it. Okay, you can you can handle it now. I've... I've Oh, no, I don't it. want to touch it now. It's <laughs> no, I don't want to. The backs are really ugly and plaid. I um, love the backs. Really? It is the classic. So you know how the, the modern version of the Rider Waite has that really glossy yeah. plaid back? Yeah. That's the classic version, that tan color. Yeah. It's I like mean, the tan plaid and it's a matte finish instead of gloss. It is. I would love to read with these and I could now because I, you know, I understand and it's, you know, mm -hmm. um, I don't have any other Marseille decks. Like it's legit from the 1970s. It is. It was copyrighted and whatever, but um, in, the, in 1970, but the, you know, it's not that old, but it is old compared to it's like anything us. else I have. Mm -hmm. um, and it's just like, it was, I think my grandparents on my mom's side bought it for my mom when my mom was learning tarot and astrology from my grandma when I was really, really young, if not not born yet, like I would have been like a baby. My mom was really interested in it and my mom was learning like so palmistry like and stuff from my grandma. So they bought this, I believe, overseas in Europe somewhere on one of their travels. Who knows who that belonged to? Brought it, because there's a book too that my mom gave me that like they signed in the cover and was like, we thought that this would interest you and it's like a basic tarot book. Um, we got this, pick this up in Wales or something. I don't know. And then it's their name and signed it to them. And my mom gave this to me and was like, I feel like this is time for you. And I'm like, I literally have never, I've just cherished it as like an artifact in my collection and that's it. It's beautiful. Um, but. So when you were in middle school and you got this, like, I, um, I don't even know if I was in middle school. Like, honestly, yeah. I could have been in elementary. I could have been in the beginning. Like, I don't yeah, remember. Don't really remember. I really have no idea. Like, something like that would have been potentially, like, forbidden in my house. Like, there's, really? There's no yeah. way that I could have openly had a tarot deck, I don't think. Okay. Um, I feel like because... Not that my parents were, like, fundamentalists or anything. Yeah. But 
the association definitely would have been, oh, that's for the devil. Okay. Okay. The devil's shuffling them cards. Yeah. Do you Get feel out of Hollywood. Like, do you, you know? feel like, <laughs> yeah, do you feel like that that's the case now? No, my mom calls me literally every other day, like, you got your cards? Oh, okay, so what, like, what changed? Unless you don't want to go into um, it, What like... changed? Uh, I mean, like, literally, like, she, like, I mean, I'm feeling love you, but, like, she just, like, grew up. You oh, know? okay, like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, that's Like, you cool. know, like, we can grow up at any age. Yeah. And be like, wait a minute, Satan's not shuffling pieces of cardboard. Oh, love that. You know, like, love that. wait a minute, that just doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, I got, yeah, no, for yeah. sure. And so now she's totally cool and... Yeah. Like well, good. It. That's so good because that's not the case for everybody. That's not the case for everybody, and also, um, that's interesting because another part of my beginnings for tarot yeah. and stuff, the first year was definitely like shrouded in this feeling of anxiety about it. Wow. Like I was like embarrassed almost. I was like, really? I was like, this is my hobby. I was like, can I tell anyone about it? Should I keep it a secret? See, that's what I felt about witchcraft. And when I, I remember distinctly, I was, I had to have been 12 or 13 years old mm -hmm. and my mom used to take us to the public library and like, let us check out as many books as we wanted. She would encourage us only to check out like two or three cause she knew we wouldn't read it. And I would still have like the A maximum fat stack. fat stack on something. And I was like over ambitious about it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, going through all of the aisles and I have a notebook actually, um, from when I, like when I was at that age and um, I like found like the witchcraft section and like you know the history on witchcraft. Finding and the things. witchcraft section in a library when you're 12 or 13 is like a birthright almost. Exactly. Oh my god. We all have that. And moment. so I remember like I didn't feel weird about it because I knew my mom would just like let me learn whatever I wanted. Mm -hmm. But I did feel defensive over being like I don't want to be a witch. I just want to know about witches. You know what me. I mean? Me. So um and so I had this big stack of books and they. They were all on like sigils and runes and then there was this one that was like how to like how to initiate yourself into witchcraft and things like that Trigger. and i remember like i took my notebook and basically copied this entire section of all these sigils and like what they meant and like mm -hmm. different like i was creating like a book of shadows learning how to magic basically. yeah like i remember that vividly i don't remember the beginning of tarot for me i mm -hmm. and we'll get into the oracle Do you remember deck. what the first book was that you really oh no with? no because i didn't connect with it it actually put me off to it and mm -hmm. I put it back because there was things I remember reading and being like okay well what do I have to do to like you know like what do I how have do to I cast do powerful yeah, spells. Like, how do I become a witch like I want to do this like I want to tell my mom that I'm just learning but then I really want to be a witch you know like how do I do this without having to feel like I'm goth like how can yeah. I like embrace like magic mm -hmm. without feeling like I have to be like the stereotypical like goth punk rock kid that everyone associates with like wicca and stuff which is mm -hmm. tragic tragic um honestly if i could go back i would just be a full-blown wicca goth <laughs> yeah like, like honestly I would just embrace fucking that. goals <laughs> so um i cared way too much what people thought about me yeah. and still do i'm not gonna oh, lie oh, but man. like yeah now i'm a lot more like yeah i'm embarrassed but fuck you anyways yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, i'm still embarrassed but fuck you but i am a witch um <laughs> No, so like I had this notebook somewhere where I copied it in, but like what really turned me off was I remember reading, like I found this part that was like, if you want to initiate yourself, like you have to do like this new moon ritual and you have to get it. Like it was very like, mm -hmm. you should, you have to, this is the way, this is the only way. And I remember reading it being like, fine, like I'll fuck with that. Like whatever it is, <laughs> I'll do it. Like whose blood do I have to spill, you know? <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, it was saying all of these things about, like, you have to take a bath. You have to pour these certain oils and herbs and things in here. Being you 12 have to... and 13 and reading about all the ingredients was so stressful. Yeah, I was like, I was like How am I going to steal rosemary in the middle of the night? Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, where the fuck am I going to get witch hazel from? <laughs> I am 12. Like, this is not fair. Oh, my God. And, like, my mom had an aromatherapy business. Like, I could have gone downstairs and stolen her ylang-ylang yeah. oil and put it in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but like I still felt so helpless and it felt like so like it just felt really forced and it felt like if I didn't do it right it part of the that fun, I could fuck though. everything up oh, no yeah. I like felt really pressured and it felt like they were oh my were, god so your Virgo like ruined it for you it did it totally ruined it for me and I read that book and I was like this much this book must be what what witchcraft is all oh. the time so I just thought that it was very like structured in a way that was really like mm -hmm. ex like exclusive and like yeah. I didn't like it so 
that is not it ruined it my for experience me. like at yeah. all. When, oh. when I was twelve, online I came across a PDF of Raymond Buckland's Complete Book of Witchcraft. Mm. That they, what do they call that? The Big Blue, Big Blue, or something? I think so. Has a nickname like that. Like the and big, I remember the reading. Bl- I remember reading big it blue. and being like, "Oh, this guy knows his shit." Yeah. But clearly, just because he says that it has to be this way. Like, in my mind, I knew that I was like, well, there's no way I'm the only kid that doesn't have access to freaking witch hazel. <laughs> so, like, my brain was like, oh, well, then surely the universe, like, well, is not going to look at me and be like, oh, you don't have witch hazel. Oh, you, you don't you have can't mugwort the- plentiful? Yeah, you don't have mugwort. You can't be in the fucking club, you little 12-year-old. <laughs> so, I was like, okay. <laughs> so I would go downstairs and get, like, black pepper and salt. Right and oh my god, you were way more resourceful. Yeah, than I was me. like, you know what? I'm gonna pretend like this is whatever I needed to be because I was all about the imagination for that stuff. Okay. I was like, oh my god, this is where I can really let my imagination fly away yeah. with me. So I, <laughs> this is so like thinking back makes me fucking laugh because <laughs> okay, so I was practicing witchcraft basically at 12 yeah. and 13, and while I'd be in my closet practicing witchcraft, yeah. I would leave a Bible open on my bed to make it pretend like I was reading my Bible. <laughs> And I would have like extensive notes taken next to it so that if somebody would come in, I'd be like, oh, just meditating on Joseph. <laughs> I was like, you don't want to go in there because it's, um, it's getting really it's getting real clammy spiritual in, there. in here. Yeah. Yeah. But, but really, like when the reality was, is I was making potions. <laughs> so like I would make potions and I would sprinkle it places and basically it just like was finding my foot in like magic yeah right? and i was like oh my god like uh, i i can make things happen i told I-, I told you about this i don't know if we talked about it on the podcast but the first spell i ever did was i sat down and i tried to turn my eyes gold oh oh i, I think yeah, I, I told you, you this did, story I, yeah i think you did try to tell me that. so no, i don't know there was one where you like something about a mermaid or like a fish oh or something. my god I, we did talk about that yes. on the podcast I, you know what for sure. because of that story i must have been 11 or 12 okay because yeah. that is that is so uh, besides the um turning my eyes gold the other first spell i did was turn into a mermaid that i found into like spells.com <laughs> i want to be a witch.com i want to be a witch.com slash spells <laughs> I don't know. and there was a spell called become a mermaid fast and easy oh my god <laughs> you know? me it was like i was like i probably used like a solo cup with some salt and i probably like drank it or something <laughs> And I really rubbed it on your forehead. I remember like laying in bed all night, being like, "When's the transformation gonna happen?" I was like, "I'm gonna have to I can leave feel my." Feel it. My body's tingling. I know. I, can I, feel it. I was like, "I'm never gonna see my family again." <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm gonna wake up a mermaid, but then I was panicking because I was like, "I'm not near a body of water." Oh I was yeah. Like, Do I pull yeah, myself? For like sure. I was like, "Will I fit in the drain?" Like yeah. so many thoughts were spiraling through my brain. Woke up the next morning, was not a mermaid. No, oh, how does I was like, fuck, what I fuck up? Yeah, like, oh no. I was like, well, I'm too scared to try again in case I get it right, because that was (laughs) a lot of stress. Yeah, so you've just been like in that mindset ever since, and you've went like more towards like paganism, and now you're more towards like Buddhism. Like, it's all about the spellcraft and the magic and like the witchcraft aspect of it. And that part dissolved away once I found. Um, more Buddhism and actually like really like earth-based spirituality yeah because at first witchcraft was a way of like taking hold and control of my life yeah and my new spirituality has been all about how can I let go yeah how can I let go yeah like magic feels like for me it'll always be a way of trying to control everything instead of enhance my life it's like a control thing yeah so it's not for me anymore right no yeah that's totally I let it go I mean I still use like intention setting and like pulling cards and stuff and I feel there's like some things, things that are that we always do. gonna mesh and overlap yeah. and like there's things that you can pull from any sort of exactly yeah energetic focus on like if, i would still consider not even religion but just like mm-hmm. self-awareness or just energy work whether just it's like yeah energy work anything. sitting and like trying to pull things towards me and yeah. you know like you know ritualized aspects yeah. that's to me, still magic yeah right? to me i really like i've just evolved a lot with like what tools are more important to me than like feeling like I have to play the role of like witch. Mm -hmm. So like I don't need to use herbs and potions and burn them in a cauldron to be fucking powerful. However that is epic. And if you do that more power to you. Although I do love me sometimes where I will do that where like I just feel like for me, honestly, my wand is my pen and my 
fucking <gasps> okay thomas spell edison spell is my paper and my journal and Iconic. my like like i just have learned what things like honestly some of my most magical shit i do is like taking a shower and mm -hmm. like thinking of it not only cleaning my body but just like clearing my whole being and starting over again like yeah. that to me is more powerful than creating a spell or reading a book or putting herbs together or in me personally not mm -hmm. that i'm saying that if you do that that, that ain't cool yeah. but i think like i had to really learn and grow and evolve into what magic means to me and magic means to me mm -hmm. the shifting of energy consciously on something and sometimes the universe will go here's some free magic mm -hmm. here let me stir up that cauldron for you uh, and just like throw you into something and then you like sink or swim you mm -hmm. know but for me like magic is me going okay i want to make this room magic what mm -hmm. am I gonna do? What does it feel like? What does it not feel right? Like, let me move it around. Let me paint it. Let me like mm -hmm. clean it. Let me, whatever. Let me put a new color in here or something like that. Like that sort of everyday shit. Um, I don't know. Like I just, that means more to me. Like going for a walk, but with the intention of like, I'm not just going for a walk to exercise my body. Mm -hmm. I'm going for a walk to manifest something to commune with the trees i know that sounds so yeah like no but for <laughs> yeah, real like absolutely. when i go like if i have the mindset around it like magic can be whatever mm -hmm. um and i think that like things like that book i think um, that's just a part of growing older yeah and just coming into your power and however stuff like that. if i'm at like a witchy shop and i see some herbs i'm like oh I want to fill up my basket. You oh know? yeah, don't don't even hesitate that I won't pour like a sacred salt into my bath <laughs> on a new moon and yeah. pick an oracle card and like fucking try and astral project out of my body. <laughs> yeah. That is a Tuesday monthly night. ritual. <laughs> but I'm just saying like the importance of like witchcraft and where I started and where yeah, I am now. What it means like changes yeah. for sure. Don't think I don't get down on some candle spell work. But so, would you say like your early witchy days? Like you read the, you read this book and you had an experience with it, right? Yeah. So I'm reading all these different books, and then I fell into the online world. I did not. And I was reading forums. Yeah, you said that before. And, I have uh, never been a forum girl. Oh my god! Something about twelve year old me. If I I need to be scrubbed from the internet because some of the shit I said on internet forums. <laughs> Can probably be traced back to me. It was probably like, hello, my name is Skylar Hayes. I'm 11. I live at something something McKinney, Texas. Also, how do you do spells? <laughs> because that are is, you a good witch or a bad you? witch? <laughs> <laughs> me online. I'm a black witch. <laughs> I only curse. Oh my god. I was definitely the 11 year old on the online forums, being like, you can't do curses because it'll come back to you 10 jillion times. <laughs> you probably still that are that forum me. queen. <laughs> Uh, triggered. Okay. Yeah, I gotta get out of here. So let's talk about your first Oracle deck. <gasps> I did not get my first Oracle decks till so much later. Yeah, so you it were just unreal. like strictly, strictly like, tarot. Strictly tarot. Well, you know what's funny what? is like I've always been like a like a rogue. Like I don't care what the book says. I'll do it. Whatever. How? Yeah. Something about me like whenever I looked at Oracle cards, I was like, how do I use these? I really something about me just couldn't put two, oh, and two together. Oh, because you needed the structure yeah, of like this I was like, card. How needs do this. I use last? So did you find it was easier for you to do like tarot cards? I mean, oracle cards that had like meanings yeah. on them. Well, my first deck that I, I think I opened was this "Universe Has Your Back" by oh, Gabriel yeah, Gabby, Gabby Barnstein. Yeah. And uh, I remember opening it up and being like, "Oh, this is cool." If I hadn't have learned tarot first, I don't think I would have been Continue. able to work with oracle cards. Okay. If got I had you. gotten oracle and then tarot, I don't yeah. know what my life would be like right now. I'm totally opposite really oh yeah for sure so like um i remember like looking at these cards and then once i once it clicked for me i was like holy shit oracle cards are exactly like tarot but they're also an entire whole universe yeah of whatever you really want to make it so like okay, yeah oracles are a lot more personalized so like this is an example of one of the gabby bernstein cards that everyone's probably heard and it just says this on the card and has a picture of some leaves True healing occurs when I give myself permission to feel whatever feelings live below the triggers. Oh my god. Which is the story god. of our podcast life. Triggering yeah. us. <laughs> okay, I have this deck too. Um, it's not my favorite deck. It's a really good, for me, it's a really good like work deck. Yeah, to deck. finish up a tarot reading. 
you no, draw a card from this. I mean, maybe not for me personally. I like that for like work work deck because it's non-controversial. Oh yeah. Like if somebody sees it out on my desk, I don't have to feel like I'm explaining myself. It looks like a greeting card. Like yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it's a good like roundabout. Yeah. Like here, let me think about this during the day or. Yeah, absolutely. But um, so do you use that at all? Um, like I said, I hadn't used it in months yeah. before we talked about doing our first. Oh, okay. But when I first got this, I was all about it. I think okay. I have like four or five Instagram posts where I kind of go in on okay. some like interpretations. Cool. And then that same day, so basically in one day, I got three Oracle decks. I went from having zero to three. Yeah. It was also Wisdom of the Oracle and then Whispers of Lord Ganesha. I still, to this day love Wisdom of the Oracle by Clep Baron Reed. Yeah. So much. I remember seeing the images online for that and being like, this is it. Mm. Um, I don't know. I remember sending you pictures of this Lord Ganesha oh, yeah. uh, deck when I first got it. Because like that was when we yep. first started talking. Yeah. I remember sending you pics like, don't you think this is cute? And you were straight up like, no. <laughs> this sounds like me. <laughs> you were like, I don't think it's cute and I don't like it. I know. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, like, I don't oh, think ow. it's cute. Yeah. My little gay heart just oh, I'm shattered. I'm sorry. Don't ask me what I think. I'm so not going to lie to you. <laughs> Looking back, this would not be something I would get today. But, when but you I, just feel like connected to it. Yeah. When I first got it, though, I was like, hell yeah. Ganesha, who's that? Yeah. Love him. Love him. So and what was your first Oracle deck? Um, okay. I know that I had an Oracle deck that was given to me before this mm -hmm. because I had to have been like seven or eight, right? So young. But like, I cannot remember what it was. So like, it was like fairies, right? Or something no, like no, that? No, no, this was the one oh. that I remember. I don't think this was my first Oracle deck. I really feel like I had one before this, but this is the first one that I remember. Mm. Um, so it's Healing with the Fairies Oracle by Doreen Virtue. Um, I did do a walkthrough of this. I think it's up on my channel still. I don't know. I might have privated it for a random reason. I'm not sure. But um, it says the copyright of this was 2011, which would have made me 11. But I know I had one before that. Like when I remember meeting my, my best friend when I was like six and one of the first few times that she was at my house, I was like making her pull cards and things. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm like almost positive I had one before this. But either way, it's Healing with the Fairies Oracle by Doreen Virtue, which is crazy because there's so much controversy around Doreen Virtue and her decks mm -hmm. and everything that's happened to her. But my number one Oracle to this day is the Goddess Guidance Oracle by Doreen Virtue. And I don't give a shit. That yeah. is a powerful Oracle deck to mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. But this this deck i do not use a lot but when i do it literally feels like 11 12 year old me like i so cute like the things that i was into and like the images on here are so nostalgic for me like i remember so there's some in here that's like environmental awareness <laughs> um positive expectations rives above problems and the card that i always wanted to get was happily ever after or like the, <laughs> lo the lover card like the one that was like true love or something because i was like so love focused i was like such i still am but like mm. i was like oh my god my crush this means my crush likes me back <laughs> so like i would sit and i was just telling allison about this when she like brought up like you should do your first i was like i know for sure i'll talk about this oracle deck I remember when my friends would come over, I'd be like, oh my God, do you want to pull like Oracle cards? Like it's magic. Like it'll tell <gasps> our future, you know? You were like the scary girl at the sleepover. Oh, for sure. I know. I brought witchcraft. Yeah. Like I was the one that like they invited cause they didn't know what to expect, but like they were like intrigued, <laughs> but kind of scared of me. I can so see that being yeah. you. <laughs> and then, um, so I had like these plastic beaded, like, things that would hang in front of my um doorway in my closet like britney spears style oh yeah like ne hot neon colored oh. like chingy like uh you know like that plastic my favorite aesthetic. i yeah. love that that was this that reminds me of this like i can feel the texture of those beads in my mind and how they got tangled together all the time <laughs> Um, but like my closet was a fucking disaster and this tarot deck was, or this Oracle deck was always hidden in there somewhere. Right. Cause I didn't really use it. I would only use it to like impress people or like when yeah. I would find it cleaning my room. Cause I had to, I'd be like, Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pulling, pulling a card. Yeah, I'm pulling a card. 
So I would like make people sit down and I like shuffle it and I'll be like, ask what you need to know, you know, like just like what do like what do you think you need to know? And um and so people would like get Imagine one. being twelve and drawing environmental awareness. I'd be Exactly. Like- That's why I like fucking hated it because I always picked <laughs> environment like I always got like laughter. I'm like, oh my god, cute. I love to laugh. And then my friend would get this sexy ass card the romantic this partner. like fairy that looks like freaking john snow and it's like romantic mm-hmm. partner be like okay that's enough for now yeah let's okay. go outside and play soccer yeah. well, like, well apparently we gotta go connect to the environment rachel yeah uh, <laughs> rachel well, you'll find your lover i'll find a plan and like sometimes i know that i would like shuffle it so that i could like if i didn't get a card i'd like i'd be like well let's see what else i get and like I would like cut it until I got like sexuality, and I'd be like, "Oh wow, I'm a woman," you know? Like I just remember, I have needs. Like I remember like wanting certain cards and not understanding like mm-hmm. what it is, and then I would read the guidebook yeah. to my friends, and then we would like try and like relate how that would be like for what it was. But if it didn't fit, it would be like maybe it's to come later. <laughs> Like, literally what I do now, I've been literally doing... Literally, still me. Yeah, like, still me. Like, we'll wait until I pull sexuality. Exactly. On a first date. Okay, it's ten cards in, but I really believe it's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> I've only pulled the magic of nature 20 times and romantic partner once, but I really think... I really think it's the romantic that, partner. Yeah, I really think that one's the one for me. <laughs> yeah. That's so cute. I don't have any, like, oracle decks, or, like, I don't have anything like that... But that's okay. Like, that's okay. Like, we have different... But I remember telling you I've always been infatuated with cards and cardstock. Oh, yeah. Remember I told you I was obsessed with collecting playing cards? And I was obsessed with collecting uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon cards. See, and I think that's where our difference comes with decks. Because you have a very collector's mindset about it. Mm -hmm. And I have, like, a good number of decks. But it isn't because I have this need to have all of the decks. Mm -hmm. It'll be because I find a deck and I really feel like I connect with it. And so I buy it. Like, I really don't buy decks a lot. Like, when is the last time I bought a deck? The feeling of buying a new deck for me and, like, adding it to my collection. It's my kink. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um you're right i i never thought of it having that Yu-Gi-Oh mindset or like that pokemon aspect yeah. of oh my gosh like what's new i want to open up some new cards and really add them and uh i just love seeing something new and fresh and, yeah. and using them in different ways i really like just going through my stuff and looking at it like, yeah uh, oh my god i need to shave my legs so bad <laughs> Wow, I'm afraid to go near you. That is like... We're about halfway through the podcast, and I just wanted to mention, I actually wanted to mention this like in the beginning of the podcast, but if you're watching this right now, there's a good possibility you might be listening or listening to this on my YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So this is actually the 13th episode of this podcast. And Shook, by the way. Yeah, this is so cool. That's Lucky 13 number 13. weeks. I don't think we've missed a week. Uh-uh. Um, but yeah, so we just... I just wanted to make it more accessible for people who don't have, have a podcast yeah, like platform. have like platforms where they they feel like they can listen to the podcast. Um, but we do record this on Anchor platform. There is a way to support the podcast through Anchor, um, or you could listen on Spotify or Apple, and like there's a whole bunch of different platforms you can listen to this. But if you're confused and you're seeing this video on my channel, if I figured out how to do it right. Um, this is the 13th episode, so if you do want to listen to the other episodes, they're up. You have to find them on one of the available mm-hmm. um, platforms. I will maybe try and link it below or something. Yeah. I don't know. This is like a concept I talked to him to about before we started. But if you're confused, this is our first 13th episode. High if five. you guys download the Anchor podcast app, yeah, you guys can actually send the voice memos. Oh! We should mention Raquel yeah. from the Barefoot Taurus sent us um, a voice message and I like couldn't figure out how to like respond right or something. But well, Raquel was like, I don't know if I accidentally sent you 20 messages or not. <laughs> we're like, we don't know if we sent you 20 messages or not. <laughs> but we're so appreciative yeah. that you listened and that you liked it. So thanks, Raquel. And thanks to the person who supports us. Um, they give a dollar a month and it's just so super cute. cool. It's super, super cute. So anyways, back to the topic. I just wanted to clarify that. Um, And if you're still listening to it on a podcast platform, thank you so much if you've Mm -hmm. always been listening. So, okay, let's go into, like, the next... So, I had an interesting question for you about... So, like, we're talking about getting our first decks and, like, our first oracle cards. Yeah. So, you've been pulling cards for people for a long time, basically. Yeah, but, like, I wouldn't say, like... 
I, there was a definite shift in like what I thought about it yeah. at some point, you know, but I feel like there's a lot of blurred overlays to things that like, I couldn't say like when my first things were like, yeah, but go ahead. When do you think your first like tarot reading for somebody else was? Uh, would you have been an adult or were you still no I was still like but I wasn't but it wasn't it was only strictly intuitive Mm -hmm. so it was very much like okay would I have been I would have either been in late middle school or early early high school you were that bitch with tarot cards yeah oh for sure I love that um I I didn't understand i didn't understand um i did understand and i didn't like i understood the power of like just interpreting the messages like i Mm -hmm. understood intuition i understood that the meanings were there and that i might not have known the exact meaning but but yeah i was like okay like this is what i think it means and then if i needed to look it up or i wanted to look it up to see if i was right it would be like sort of like mm-hmm. pretty close to what it meant and I didn't care like that was good enough what for deck me. would you have been using at that point I don't even know I know that my brother gave me uh the celestial tarot when I was old I, honestly there's like a lot of blurred lines in there because I remember so much more distinctly learning astrology mm-hmm. and having it be like having it be serious but I would have been in my early 20s at that point because my grandpa had passed away and I wanted to spend time with my grandma. And even though I had known a lot of astrology and had like already invested a lot of time myself into it, like when our like first lessons started, I would have been like probably, okay, I'm trying to think. This is, I was trying to prepare myself for the, the like yeah. the ages and stuff. I'd have probably been like 20, mm. probably 20. He's been gone for nine, maybe even 19. Dang. But, I, and I'm I'm 29 now. I just turned 29. She's an old woman, everyone. But yeah, I'm, help I'm under a, retirement yeah, right. by supporting this <laughs> help podcast. Me, yeah, right. Um, but I I know that I had decks and then I like gave them away or I lost them or they got ruined in like moves or things like that. And I just like I don't yeah. have any like connection to that. Like I, I didn't take it, it seriously. It feels like an old era. Yeah, like it just was like I yeah. might have been using them and stuff, but I didn't. Like, it was just something that I did. It was a non-linear experience, yeah. I know I tried to fuck around with this Marseille deck, for sure. Um, If I had been gifted something like that when I was 12, the game would have been fucking changed for me. Yeah. I know it would have. Yeah. But see, this this is the first deck that I remember being gifted that I actually would actively use. Mm -hmm. And I believe that I was given this deck when I was like 18, 17 or 18. My brother gave it to me. And I know that I already had a deck, that I already had decks. I don't know. I'm really, I'm like, there's timelines here that just don't make sense to me. While it's happening, you don't think of remembering it you know yeah and i like have no idea of ages and things like that but anyways this um is the celestial tarot my brother was so supportive um and he was like oh yeah you'll love this i know you like oh that was a b i'm sorry i hit the b um the backings are cool what was really cool was that he knew that i loved astrology and there's a lot of astrological glyphs and symbols in here so it made it really easy if i didn't know what the tarot meanings were that i could at least like you know like connect to what i knew about the astrological signs um so i don't remember what ages i were when i got my first decks but this is one that's in my collection still that i will never get rid of because my brother gave it to me and i'm obsessed with him oh i do remember one of the first decks i was given because i gave it away my brother went and he was at like um he was at like a garage sale or something like he rode his bike to a garage sale and i'm pretty sure i was in high school and he found this like really really shitty cheesy like tarot deck and he gave it to me and i was like thanks and i tried to use it but it was like so ugly and like so i did (laughs) use it (laughs) i did use it but like every guy that's ever dated me i really tried to put up with this one but it was ugly Um, yeah, my brother would like go to garage sales and buy me things all the time. It's super cute. so freaking cute. Um, and then like, I remember doing readings for other people with that, with that, but I have no so idea. Been, like 20. I think I was 19? younger than that. I think I was 
maybe I don't know. I don't care about the age. Yeah. Right. Like, but it, it's always it was, interesting for context. Like, it you know is. how old different people are when they approach. Exactly. Exactly. Younger, basically, for sure. I was at least. It was it was definitely six or seven years ago. More than that, like mm-hmm. more than six or seven years ago. But, um, anyways, I really remember read like feeling overwhelmed mm-hmm. um, with trying to learn the meanings and really like really like kind of throwing it away with the idea Mm -hmm. that I had to know the meanings and just reading intuitively and I remember talking to my grandma about it like I really want to learn tarot but like I don't really care like I just kind of want to throw the cards and talk to people and I just want to see what comes up in the images and she's like then do that like you don't have to go with exactly what what it means like yeah she's like I have my one deck that I use and I have my meanings for certain cards that when I look it up sometimes and I go by the stereotypical meaning it kind of doesn't really fit as well but this card means this for me and I've made my deck work for me how I feel like it needs to read you know Mm -hmm. so um for a long time I feel like I knew most of the meanings but there were still things that didn't connect with me until the last like few years when I was like okay like maybe like more than intuitive I should like really buckle down the hatches and start to get into it you know so yeah did you have any other decks like because I have two more to talk about why don't you go into so we talked about this one a few times already yeah so like you said there's distinct eras of yeah. things happening like I don't us. remember exactly what yeah. age I just remember like around I remember when. so after hanging out with that Llewellyn classic or that Llewellyn original yeah whatever whatever you want to call that uh in fact I remember taking that with me to the community college that I was going to at the time Ooh. and I would go into the library and hide ah! and like shuffle cards I remember like trying to shuffle as quietly as possible but that Llewellyn classic is a loud fucking shuffler yeah it like shuffles so loudly like you Imagine you're in a quiet library and then just. <laughs> oh, some ASMR for you guys. And I would feel like a freaking crazy person. No, I, I remember desperately, desperately wishing that somebody would come up to me and ask me about it so that I could make a friend that way and share it with somebody. Or, yeah. you know, like, just like, oh my gosh, maybe this will be a way for me to connect with somebody and we can talk about it and become friends over it. Yeah. No one ever did. <laughs> probably because I looked crazy. You're probably exuding, please was, don't talk to me, I was probably vibes. exuding, like, crazy person energy. Yeah. Right? Furiously shuffling tarot cards with, like, five tarot books and yeah. just really going in. But um, after a while, one day I looked at those cards and I was like, oh, my gosh, these don't resonate anymore. Yeah. It's like, I need something else. Yeah. And then uh, became my, my long collection journey after that. Yeah. I went to a witchy shop. This is about my first time ever going into a metaphysical store, by the way. I was like 20 or mm-hmm. 19. Okay. I walk in and I was like, oh, I'm way cuter than everybody else in here. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Which is so problematic. Yeah. I know. I, 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 I was a terrible person. <laughs> was. But I walked in. Okay. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> I walked in and I was like, damn, I'm handsome. <laughs> I was like, maybe these are my people. <laughs> and so I go, I, I stroll over to the tarot section. Uh-huh. And uh, this was an awkward phase for me. So I probably looked awkward. Yeah. And I remember like picking out some decks and I got the Robin Wood. And then the rest is freaking history. Yeah. Like my first serious deck where I was like reading for people, reading for myself. And stuff. Yeah. Basically taking it to restaurants yeah. and you know like just pulling I mean it out. like look at my celestial tarot box like you can tell that there it's is been like on a journey this has been that on a journey a and a that's while. the same that's it's been in a purse for a while and that's like the same with your Robin Wood tarot like like I like lived and breathed by this deck kind of mm-hmm. thing and I can see that the same for you for sure yeah if a I box mean, isn't well worn things, did you even use it exactly i mean they things just kind of like meld together now that i think about it like i'm not really sure where things because mm-hmm. i don't think that there was a definitive i do know for sure i was doing professional astrology natal chart readings before i did tarot but like every single astrology would uh, reading would mm-hmm. always be ended with me throwing my cards. Really? So like I kind of started reading them at the same time professionally, but people didn't seek me out for tarot readings. They sought me out for astrological uh, natal chart readings and transits and stuff. And then I'd be like, let's let's end this with a few 
tarot cards. Throw some cards, baby. Yeah. And I think it even approached it like, hey, I'm really trying to learn like how I can do this more professional and read for you. Like, do you mind? Like, let's see what else we can come up with. And like, maybe I'll look at my guidebook. Like, I'm just learning, you know. And I think because I had like fucking really owned at the natal chart reading that I didn't have to feel like I proved myself with the tarot cards mm -hmm. because if I was just honest like listen I just like smashed that natal chart reading can you like <laughs> help me out a little bit I'm trying to learn and most of the time people were like hell yeah, yeah. yeah. like if they were Go getting in. natal chart readings they were open for oh, me throwing yeah. a few cards and I think that's what a lot of people struggle with when they first want to start reading for others especially if you come from an environment of like fear around it is that you're afraid to be like okay well I know my my friend support me and loves me but I want to throw cards for her but I don't know if she'd be like weird about it like that helped me a lot with knowing like okay if someone's down for me to like talk about their north node and where their soul needs to work karmically this lifetime I can throw a couple cards and maybe the devil comes up and they don't like want to like yeah. kill themselves you know like yeah absolutely <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. I just felt like... I pretty much remember the first person I pulled cards for. Really? Okay, yeah. who, who was it? Do you know? A hookup. Oh! <laughs> I know, it's a beautiful story. I love that. It's very, um, it's a very wholesome story. Okay, so the first time I pulled cards for somebody, um, this guy had come over. And, you know, he's like a really nice guy. And we hook up. Okay. And we that. wake up the next morning, and I'm like five days into my tarot journey, by the way. <laughs> She's and like, fresh. Like we wake up, you know, all hot and sweaty and gross. I'm like, mm, morning, babe. Um, <laughs> want me to like pull some cards for you because I've done that like my whole life. Because <laughs> I'm like an expert, yeah. basically. Because I'm psychic. And we like pull some cards, and I was like, I remember laughing. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what any of these mean. Can I use my guidebook? I was like, can you? Would it be lame if I used the guidebook? And he was like, absolutely not. And then we read the guidebook, and I remember, like, we were like really going in, and it was yeah. so fun. Like he was so open. Yeah, and, like, he was really open about it, and like super nice. Did you feel powerful? Yes, it did. At first, it made me feel like I had access to some sort of like ancient knowledge. Ooh. That, um, I knew that everyone could do it. Like I didn't feel like I was special in some way. I was like, oh my god, I'm so lucky that I found this. Yeah. Like wow, everybody could have this. Why isn't every why isn't everybody doing this? Yeah. And uh I freaking loved it. And after that first experience, this is I'd say tarot and like Oracle are the one thing I have ne like not given up on. Oh. Uh -huh. Like it's the one thing like every day since I got my first deck, I've pretty much at least seen a deck of cards. You know, like everything Cute. else in my life I completely abandoned. Cute. Well, I don't remember, like I don't remember that for myself. Mm -hmm. I just remember, I do remember my first like professional astrology reading. How was that? For somebody else. Because I had been giving read readings like randomly and like actually doing readings like kind of professionally, but I wasn't charging them. So I didn't feel professional. Yeah. So I had been doing that for like a while. Um, it was, uh, sorry, actually, my grandma was just calling. I had to hang up on her. Oh, I'll call you back, grandma. Um, it was like, draining really yeah because i just didn't know i didn't know how to like i just exuded all of my energy and my my time and like my being into translating the messages i wanted to translate and i was like sweating afterwards and i remember feeling like exhausted like almost too exhausted to like go home mm -hmm. um which was like a big lesson because i remember like talking to my grandma about it and be like she was like oh honey no like you need mm -hmm. to shield yourself like you need to like have boundaries like you need to know like limits and i was like what are those well, I, even to this day to this I'm like, like oh, what? Excuse me? Like, I don't know her. Pace myself? <laughs> okay. Um, Next time. Yeah, but I do remember, like, one of the most powerful times, like, my grandpa had passed, like, this was, this was probably, like, seven years ago, maybe even eight years ago, because I had been learning astrology hardcore for, like, a year, and, like, every single week we were going in, we were reading charts, she was showing me things, like, we would always talk all astrology all the time and I was just like That's obsessed awesome. right and I was like after about a year I was like I'm ready like I know and my grandma's like I think you're ready as well young one you know do you think I'll ever teach some young gay tarot like when I'm like 50 I hope so 
I really I, I hope so. I have a gay nephew at some point that is How just, cool would it be if we like did a meetup or like we did like on Facebook like hey anyone want to learn tarot like come on over and we'll like like BYOB and like we'll do like oh, a little crash so course fun. into tarot. How fun, how fun would that be? That would be so fun. Yeah. Are you going to produce any gay offspring for me? I maybe. Do you think you'll have like 10? <laughs> you can like, sti- have Phoebe. Statistically, <laughs> I feel like you need to have at least 10 kids and yeah. then one will be gay. I mean, you'll be living with us, so the inf- influence, <laughs> the influence of. I'm going to direct gay beams into at least one of the pregnancies <laughs> and see if it works. This is where your old witchcraft comes in handy. <laughs> he comes out of mermaid I with gold t- eyes. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, oh shit! <laughs> Oops! I'm dead, I'm dead. No, okay, I remember, I was gonna tell you a really sappy story. Oh, um, I remember, like, my grandpa was passed and I was, like, really, really nervous. And so I talked to him a lot, especially mm-hmm. when I'm in the car. And I was, like, talking oh. to him on, like, like one, his message to me is feathers. A lot of people know that, but like he sends me feathers or when I see feathers, I associate that with him giving me like support or messages. And I remember talking to him, like I was so nervous. I was like shaking, right? Cause I was like, I don't want to make an ass out of myself. I don't really know how to start. Like I know what I want to say and I did all my research and I know this chart, but like, how do I be? Like, what do I do? Like it felt like a performance. Mm-hmm. And I was really nervous. I was driving to meet her at a Panera. Uh, no, no, at a Starbucks. At a Starbucks. Iconic. And, um, Starbucks has big witch energy, for oh, sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I was, like, getting out of the car. I talked to him the whole way there, like, please support me. Like, please be there for me. Like, please help give me the right words that she needs to hear, like... <gasps> You know, like it was someone that I knew from high school, but like I wasn't really friends with. So it did also feel very vulnerable because she was in a grade like older than me. So I didn't feel like, yeah, like I was like, I don't really, really know her. It wasn't like it was a friend, like somebody Mm -hmm. had actually paid me money, you know, Mm -hmm. to do this. And I got out of the car and like I opened up the driver's side and right down, right underneath my feet was like the biggest fucking feather, like huge in the middle of this, like you know, strip mall parking lot Mm -hmm. um, where, like, there wouldn't be this big, like, hawk feather, basically. And I just looked down, and I was like, I felt so supported by him and that he was there for me. Imagine you bringing that feather into the Starbucks and then being like, oh, No, I left it. I didn't want a disease. (laughs) Thanks, Grandpa, but not looking for chlamydia today. I know. So I, like, I don't know. I remember that specific memory for sure. That's so cute. I had to have been, like, 20... One, 20, 21, I think. I think I remember telling you about my first, one of my first rituals I ever did was I went into the attic where, this is Texas attic summer. All you need yeah. to know about what it was like in there. Oh God. And I had this little altar and I remember I had printed off something about like, you know, a self-initiation. Mm-hmm. And I remember just like asking for a sign, a sign, a sign, yeah. a sign. And, uh, and I, this is like so random. I just remember like hearing like a weird thumping noise like in the attic, yeah. and I was convinced like Athena. <laughs> I love that so much. Was like knocking on the wood. Athena herself. Athena herself has come to visit me for my initiation. <laughs> because for some reason, when I was twelve, I was like, well, if I'm a pagan, then I have to leave in Athena and like yeah. Aphrodite and yeah. all that. Because that was what I, what I was putting myself out. Because that was all yeah. I knew, right? Yeah. I was twelve. You know, that's right. all I knew. So I remember I did. I felt so powerful. I was like, I dedicate myself to the gods of old. Yeah. I was like, give me a sign. <laughs> and just hearing some thumping noises. It was probably literally like a pigeon. A pigeon like shitting on the roof or something. And I was like, it's a thing. <laughs> it's her. It's, it's her. Her. It's her. <laughs> oh my god. Embrace me, Artemis. <laughs> I was ready to like fly away. Take me away. I was like, is this when I turn into a mermaid now? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you mean the spell just took like years? (laughs) Um, Did you have like a, I I consider that moment a defining moment looking back, like between old me and me now, that is a definitive moment of when I was like, okay, I'm committing myself to this or this, this path for myself. I was, I know that this is going to be for me because I took like, well, 
12-year-old me took this very seriously. It was an oath. Yeah. Right? I was like, I am committed to walking this forever. Oh, my forever. God. Big Virgo vibes. I know. God, I was crazy. Yeah. If I could go back, I would be like, um, Skylar, have you considered chilling the fuck out <laughs> for, like, two seconds? Go you back? You don't have to dedicate yourself to the gods of old. <laughs> You're 12. <laughs> <laughs> like that's a big fucking step, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> like, you can start a little. That's like, a lot. You can start a little smaller, maybe. Maybe like the guys who knew. I don't know. The guys old. Maybe like take care of your hamster. I know. <laughs> Billy was downstairs on the wheel, and I'm like practicing witchcraft. <laughs> You're like, take me to Olympus. <laughs> oh, those were good fucking times. <laughs> good fucking times. I wish I could go back. It brought me so much security. I, I loved it. I have felt nothing but insecurity about my spiritual path, my relationship with tarot, and my relationship with astrology my entire life mm-hmm. until um, probably... I started my YouTube channel Mm -hmm. because before I started my channel now, I had a daily vlog channel and I was Mm -hmm. lying to people. Like I was so insecure about people judging me for doing tarot, even though I had been doing natal chart readings and doing tarot readings for in exchange for money. But like I could pick and choose who I told that to. And so when I was doing daily vlogs and I decided to like, incorporate tarot like when i was doing tarot uh, like i just felt like i had to like i don't know like ease people into it because it was a part a part of the channel that i didn't let people know about like i talked about like self-development and spiritual awareness and things at the end of your vlogs you used to pull cards yeah but i like i had i felt as though there was family members and stuff that would watch it that i didn't want like, I just felt like I had... I was closeted, really. I wonder what deck you were using, by the way, for, like, those, those card pools. I think the Celestial Tarot. I mean, I was really... I don't know, like... I don't know what I was using, but, like, I just felt like I had to mm-hmm. slow or ease people into it. And then when I was like, okay, let me just, like, like that all now. me. Like, <laughs> let me just, like, let me make a new channel where I can just be and say what, like, mm. I, I want. And I've been talking about, like, for years. And... Um, it was just weird. Like, I remember having people in my real life being like, okay, like, uh, do you know this? Do you not? Like, what do you do? Like, and I just didn't, I don't know. I felt like really insecure about it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I've talked. I mean, same. I've talked about like how even when my mom was having an aromatherapy business when I was younger, I was like, oh my God, mom, you're so embarrassing. (laughs) Like, no. Even though everyone else wishes that their mom had had an Exactly, but business. I remember being, like, early teens, going to, like, even before that, because my parents got divorced and her business was, like, pretty much done when that happened. So I had to have been, like, 9 or 10 at these holistic fairs that she, like, my mom had. So iconic. Yeah, like, my mom actually ran a holistic fair and had readers and, like, um, masseuse and, like, uh, flute artists. Like, you know, like, she ran it and had her aromatherapy business and then her best friend who did jewelry. I mean, I remember being at, like, Metro Beach and going to my mom's holistic fair and, like, being in the back room and her being, like, stressed out and, like, wanting it to be really good. And I remember sitting down at this table with someone who who read playing cards. And um, she was like, hey, um, my daughter, I really want my daughter to get a reading. And I remember the reader being like, "Um, normally I don't pull cards for children because, you know, whatever, like they're impressionable or whatever it is. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like, but like, I'll just pull a couple. And she I remember she pulled like the king of spades and like the queen of hearts or something like that. And she was like telling me like how powerful and how amazing I was and like I how she, that shit yeah up. I was like oh my god was she just telling me that because I'm a kid and she wanted to like support That's absolutely me absolutely what I would do or like or like there was like an ace and stuff like that and I was like in awe of her with mm-hmm. these playing cards and I was like what does this mean but then even still I was like oh my god no this is embarrassing I want yeah. nothing to do with this <laughs> And how I was like, I totally, totally rejected that just out of like my rebellion nature to do like anything the opposite of what my parents were into. And it took me like over a decade to come back and be like, wait a minute, I'm playing with essential oils 
Am I my mother? Yeah, you became your mom. Am for I sure. my mother? That's so freaking yeah. cute. Yes. So my mom used to read like palms. Like she was really into palmistry. Um, Is she still into it? No, not anymore. Um, like I've asked her too. Like I'm like, why did you fall out of it? She was like, I just don't need it anymore. Like it's just that. Like, things like, come whatever. into your life when you need them and then they leave. You yeah. Know? She's like, I mean, I'm cool with it. Like she's like, I love that you do it and I love listening to it. And it's like, you know, like it's it charges me up and stuff. But like I'm like I'm I'm over it. You know? I, I sometimes wonder, I do think to myself, one day will this fall away from me? Yeah, that scares me. Like, yeah, it's kind of scary, but also, like, oh, well. maybe one day I'll have something else that's yeah. just as fulfilling. You yeah. know, Tara will just be an era of my life, and then I think I'll always have, like, a soft spot for it. Yeah. I don't see myself, even if I stop using it as ardently as I yeah. use it now, I do think, uh, even if I'm, like, 50, I'll probably be like, oh, a tarot deck, you know, and, like, shuffle yeah. it up and, you know, still remember See, my mom tried to learn tarot and tried to learn astrology and she knows a lot about it. But palmistry always was like more in her like wheelhouse of like what like, like interests her and stuff. Is um, she an earth sign or what was her she's sign? A oh, she's a Sagittarius. But her aromatherapy, she still does, but doesn't like do it on a business level. Mm. Like she, when we all met for our family reunion, she had like the girl, she like made the girls like um you know lotions with essential oils in it and like i just I ran that. out and michaela's like oh my god have mama rocky make us some more and i called her and i was like mom can we have more of some of your witchy lotion please yeah she's absolutely. like okay baby girl <laughs> all right baby girl so like she right still like has what fulfills her but so anyways how do you so <clears throat> when i moved to michigan i remember making like a conscious decision i was like okay Back home in Texas, I was so fucking squirrely yeah. about, like, my witchy life. Really? Right? So, I remember, like, it's, like, day one at Lowe's. And they're like, what are you doing here? I was like, I met my best friend on, like, a witchcraft channel. And also, <laughs> I love tarot cards. Yeah. Like, literally day, like, day okay. one, like, laying it out on the fucking table. Yeah. Right? Like, I'm yeah, so... Yeah, you're like, I can be who I want to be here. I was, like, here. so done being squirrely. Yeah. And people are so receptive to it when you're like, this is what I do. And? Yeah. You know, like, got thoughts about yeah. it. Yeah. And everyone has been really freaking receptive and open to it. Even it really goes to show, like, a lot of the times your fears and anxieties uh -huh. about what other people think. As soon as you say you read tarot true. cards, people want you to pull cards for them immediately. Yeah, and that might not have been the case, you know, twenty years ago, yeah. or oh, maybe yeah, no. you know, in some families. Millennials or, love tarot. <laughs> they really do. Um, yeah, I mean, like my coworkers at the hotel. We always have a deck of playing cards, and I'll, I, I read the playing cards. Yeah. Because it just looks like we're playing cards at the front desk. Yeah. Instead of, like, I don't know, doing witchcraft. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, me and uh, that one girl I sent you a snap of. Yeah. I'll, I got, we do such fun stuff. She'll be like, oh, my God, let's go into my love life. Okay. And, like, we'll pull cards, and it's always so fun. Yeah. It's like, oh, my gosh, maybe you should be on the lookout for... Like someone with these qualities, yeah. And like you know, just like like basically being thirteen again. Yeah, and it's always so fun. Wanting right? to pull that sexual part. Yeah, wanting to like, pull like the Ace of Cups or something. Happily right? ever after. So I love shit like that, and yeah. also, um, if I didn't tell people that I read cards, I wouldn't still be having those moments. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's really fun to read for a stranger and be like, okay, yeah. And there's also a theatrical aspect of it for me. I like that feeling of performing. Like, yeah. Like pulling cards. This is what I do. Oh I'm, yeah. I never I, thought of it that way. Like I definitely I'm, like that I'm, too. I'm, I'm, I'm entertaining, you know, yeah. I, I'm a, I was born to be an entertainer. You really are. You're such a star. <laughs> You're such a gay little shiny star. I literally was born this way. <laughs> Oh my god. I used to I put love on performance like I was the gay putting on performances for stuffed animals and shit. Yeah, for sure. That was my life. Well, do we have any other firsts that we want to yeah, go into? There was one more that I was thinking about just a few seconds ago. Um, All right. This is quite a long podcast, but I'm sure that like it is what it is. So I love hearing people's like the way that they first cause some people are like, Athena found me in a river. I was yeah. I was drowning and she plucked me. You know? Yeah, like I had a near-death experience Whereas and my, all I saw was the star card. Whereas mine was like, I was on sacredspells.com <laughs> and I saw a dedication ritual and I like did it, you know? Yeah. I was like, I was at my mom's holistic fair and she <laughs> pulled the king of spades and told me that I was a fucking wizard, so I believed her, but then I like rebelled because I hated my mom's like witchy shit. Like, I was at a holistic fair. That's yeah. so fucking funny. Yeah. Um, 
I can't think of any other first. I'm sure that as soon as we stop, I'll be like, oh my god, my first this, my first. Yeah, that. what I mean, maybe we can come up with like a whole separate like firsts. Oh, where like it's a first not tarot. series. Like you know, maybe we can come back to it if you guys have suggestions. There's dozens let us more know. podcasts coming. People. Yeah, like this just we're never ending with ideas <laughs> We've and got conversations. A lot to say. We've got a lot to say. We've thought about naming the podcast. We've got a lot to say. say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's good. I hope that you guys enjoyed this podcast. And I say the takeaway is, is that I have also, so some of my favorite people on Instagram that I follow, like Ace of Tarot, that's her handle, like at Ace of Tarot. Okay. She's like her late thirties, early forties. Yeah. And didn't delve into this world until like two years ago. Yeah. When she randomly came across something too. I like a bookshop. That's so cool. And, uh, it's so fascinating to me that we literally all start at different times. Yeah. And, and some people have like, this is when I this start. This is when I start. And like how for and me, like. some people like, like you, like, oh, I, I was had born an with witchy shit. Yeah, but like I didn't really, like it wasn't a conscious like yeah. choice until later in my life. But it was always around me. Like it's, it, you're right. It is interesting how it's like so different for everybody. Like if this, if something hasn't fallen into your life yet, you never know when it will. Yeah. Like you'll wake up one day and be like, I want to be a palm reader. <laughs> And or I, maybe some people are like listening to this podcast and maybe they just know us mm-hmm. and they like are getting inspired to like get a tarot deck and that's maybe maybe we're the reason <gasps> oh somebody god. gets into tarot oh my god that would be so cool we open up the gateways to yeah. the demon world for them stop <laughs> <laughs> you're becoming that book in the public library that I checked out where oh it was like my god. y'all must be naked in- thou shalt be naked <laughs> <laughs> During the pagan rite, must be when preferably the under the moon. <laughs> preferably with much breast. Make sure to have all the mugwort <laughs> <laughs> slathered on your bandage. Or like body. some of the books that have like a fun little like like thought bubble. Put a towel under your butt on the grass, or you'll get a rash. You yeah. know, or like <laughs> like thanks book. I oh, was definitely going to do that. I do remember having such an obsession with Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and I still do. Oh, still um, I, do. Like, every so often I get a Hulu subscription and binge watch all the episodes and then, like, forget about it. But, like, as a kid, I remember TGIF uh, Friday, uh, like, was my favorite day because I would watch her and be like, I want to be her and also, like, on her. She was beautiful. She was one of my very first girl crushes, I remember. Absolutely. Um, and you know what? She still looks the fucking same today yeah she really she does. literally has not aged like no as much as some other people are. no for sure most of joan hart <sighs> anyways i think we could keep going on and on and yeah on. this yeah, feels yeah. good does this feel good to, to end here absolutely huh. i thank you so much for listening to our firsts yeah our firsts and another first is possibly this is posted on the youtube channel but if not then we sound like <gasps> an idiot but uh yeah we love you guys very much and we'll see you next sunday slash monday for another episode of Speaking of Which. Bye, guys. Bye.